Hi, I'm Sarah. I'm a mom of four, a business owner, an entrepreneur, and a wife of 12 years to my husband, who is terminally ill. And this is my podcast, When Shit Gets Real. It's a candid discussion about when dynamics change and life gets real messy. All right, well, here we are for uh, podcast number two. Yes. Of When Shit Gets Real. When Shit Gets Real. Yep. And I'm here again with Natalie. Yep. Sister Natalie. Sister Natalie. Oh, I am a teacher at a catholic school right now so you can call me sister natalie that's true we have been but i'm not catholic though but let's just get that straight yeah. <laughs> and she's not a sister no i'm not in that yeah, sense not in that sense just your actual sister right a biological sister yep. that's it yes so i'm here again so um and a couple things too um just kind of like a recap on why this podcast is really important mm-hmm. to me is that I think it's a, first of all, I think it's very cathartic for me and Absolutely. my family. Yep. Um, and I'm really hoping that this reaches other people because I know there's mm-hmm. tons of people that are oh, yeah. also going through this. Yep. And I personally have not been able to find any type of mm-hmm. podcast or anything like this to listen to that mm-hmm. addresses how hard this is being a caretaker and having mm-hmm. your life turned upside down. Yep. You know, whether it's can't let, it doesn't even matter when you're, when your mm-hmm. life is turned upside down and how you kind of move forward with, with that. So, um, I would really appreciate it. If you like the podcast, spread the word, mm-hmm. share it, subscribe. It's going to mm-hmm. be on iTunes, Google play, because I, I do think it's a really important, I would have loved to have had something like this. Well, when this shit got real um i me and becca were on looking for just somebody who is going through this Mm -hmm. um and you know we found something of a a person that was talking whether it was a podcast i don't know but it was actually the woman who yeah yeah it was her experience going through it everything happens for a reason and other lies i was told Oh my gosh. And it was, was. yeah. And that was really good. Absolutely. And Mm -hmm. that was her story of her personally going through it um, with her diagnosis and being a mom and stuff. And that was, I needed that Mm -hmm. as somebody I've literally gone my entire life feeling very sheltered with these cancer or uh, illnesses. Right. We've been very blessed of that. And so I, well, it was a whirlwind. So I think it is important just to have somebody to listen to that gets it, you know, especially kind of your point of view too. Right. You know, as and, a caretaker. And I'm young. I've got young children, know. Yeah. you know, and it, I just mm-hmm. think it's really important. Absolutely. So, and then eventually, you know, I, I hope there's a group that, you know, people can talk and share stories too. I want to hear other people. Yeah. I do too. Absolutely. I think it's just a great support group. That's why it's so important. Yep. And you know, this is for Tyler too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of also looking at it as a mm-hmm. video audio diary. And absolutely. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I wanted to tell his story for a long time. Yep. So, absolutely. And if I can help some people in the meantime, that's awesome. Absolutely, girl. So kind of where we left off last time was just kind of a recap of our history. And I also think that that's important 
too, because mm-hmm. it's not like um, everything has been fine. Tyler's been healthy. And yeah. now suddenly right. we're dealing with this mm-hmm. awful health issue. You know, it's been progressively, you know, like it's like I said in the last episode, yep. it's always yep. been this passenger yeah. riding with us, mm-hmm. you know, every day, mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. So um, I kind of left off with where we had Alex. We had her in 2015. Yep. We had moved. Um and just so you guys know, we were actually from Beloit, Wisconsin. Yeah. It's about an hour between Madison and Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, we were living outside of Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. And um, shortly after Alex was born, I guess it would have been like 2016, 2017, one of his mm-hmm. MRIs, some like little things were kind of popping up again. Yeah. But they didn't know what they were. They thought yeah. it might have been scar tissue they weren't 100% sure, so they started him on a chemo treatment again. So this this I do remember because I was at your house, and he went to the MRI, and he came back, and I was with you. I don't know if you remember this. You were cutting Mm-mm. my hair. Uh, yeah, you were actually, like, doing my hair or coloring my hair. I can't remember at the time, but um, it the news broke. Tyler had to share it with you, and I don't know if you remember, like, you just alligator tears were just... Mm. falling down and my heart broke because i think at this point you were like are you fucking kidding me right are you kidding me mm-hmm. again right again right and tyler was still very um very handling it very well yeah um but that was a very emotional night mm-hmm. not to say that the other one the other two times of like here you know it's it's back or you know that first time those were still very bad but this one i don't know sarah i feel like at this time you were just kind of like girl it, it, i saw it i saw it hit you yeah well and you have a little girl at the time right baby, baby. girl yeah two young boys an older son i mean i just remember that very you, i do remember that yeah. now you're just tears just falling down and and you were over it you're just over it yeah it's a lot (laughs) no it's and so they started him on this chemo same thing it was the Mm -hmm. pills so again he didn't get sick it was really not um yeah i don't know it it didn't it it just was kind of like another thing like you're just kind of used to it like all right dad's taking chemo again he's not getting sick blah 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 so He stayed on that for, I'm going to say, just under a year, which was actually good because I felt like he was responding well to it. Nothing was changing at all. Mm -hmm. Nothing was really getting better. Mm -hmm. And I remember the day because he was getting ready to go to work and he was concerned for some reason that he was going to get laid off Mm -hmm. from this job. He we'd Mm -hmm. up and moved, you know, to a place I really did not care for. (laughs) Nope. And, uh. He just had a feeling about it. So he calls me. I'm at work and he calls me and he says, well, I just got a call from Dr. Robbins. Says mm-hmm. they're going to stop the chemo, which mm-hmm. is a good thing. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. means he's responding well or whatever. And about 30 minutes later, he calls me and tells me that they called him in and laid him off. <laughs> and he said, you realize I'm on chemo. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. It's just insane. Yeah. 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 It's a lot. So, uh, which they knew. Yeah. You know, and that's yeah. maybe another topic, that whole situation right. with the GE and whatever else. But um, as it turns out, that turned out to be a real blessing. Yeah. Um, yeah. How that all turned out. But 
literally went from great news, you don't have to take chemo anymore, yeah. to now you're laid off. And first thing Tyler says is like, well, what about my insurance? Like, that's such yeah. a huge part of our life. Like, what about our health care insurance? Absolutely. You know, and he's going, you know, I just maybe I'll skip my next MRI, you know, because I don't know how our insurance is going to look. And I'm like, absolutely, you're not skipping your <laughs> MRI. Nope. You know, and his doctor, too, was like, no, we need you mm-hmm. need to we need to do your and plus this was the first MRI after stopping chemo. So mm-hmm. it was going to be like a baseline mm-hmm. MRI. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, in the meantime, you know, like we'd gone to Costa Rica oh, yeah. with Tyler's family, which is a really nice visit. It's weird to look back on those pictures because to me that is like the pivotal, like before shit just got real crazy, you yeah. know? Yeah. And we were making, thinking about moving out of state <laughs> and, you know, yep. just starting anew yeah i know you i feel like you guys looked at it as an opportunity to get away to start this fresh new life of career Mm -hmm. um you know it was kind of like he wasn't the happiest there anyway at his job so it was kind of like okay well you know what his health is good right now and right you know let's go and move and do those things and create that space and then yeah so he went for that um, MRI, and something was there. Something yeah. had popped up, and they wanted to do again surgery the following week. Yeah, and I mean, talk about being fucking blindsided. I know, I know, I know. And yeah. and because you know, of course, you're going. Well, of course, it's going to be fine. He's been on chemo for the last eleven months, right? But whatever it was, somehow managed to get through. So, um. God, and our family is just so amazing. I have such a yeah. tremendous support. Like everybody mm-hmm. rallied and, yeah. Yeah. you know, everybody swooped in to take mm-hmm. care of the kids and, you know, got us a meal plan. And, um, you know, because I know what it's like now going through surgery. And obviously with every surgery, there's more complications that could arise. And you're yeah. going into his brain. Yeah. By the way, all of these surgeries, they wake him up for. I know. The first surgery, he doesn't remember. Yeah. Second surgery, he remembers them waking him up and talking to him because they have to make sure they're not going too far. Literally terrifying. Mm-hmm. So um, they do the third surgery. Again, they feel good about it. Mm-hmm. They do the pathology at stage three. Mm-hmm. Um, and they wanted to follow up with radiation this time, which typically you can't mm-hmm. do. Like when he had it. Ten years prior, Mm -hmm. you can only do radiation one time because it's very damaging. It also also damages the healthy cells. Mm -hmm. You know, and the point is they're going to try and eradicate cells they can't see during Mm -hmm. surgery. Okay. Um, But in the last 10 years, this uh, uh, radiologist at UW-Madison developed this pulsating Mm -hmm. uh, radiation. So it was like it pulses instead of a steady Mm -hmm. stream. And so... It kills the cancer cells, but leaves the healthy tissue, mm-hmm. you know, but it was risky because yeah. it's very close to his speech, yeah. speech center, but they felt very strongly about this is what they wanted to do. But after this first surgery, before he started the radiation, I don't know if you remember, but I mean, he was like that, that mm-hmm. recovery was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. This third, this third yeah. surgery agreed. It was insane. Yeah. Insane. I couldn't believe it. I remember me and you joking because Tyler was home 
and he was doing like going on um like online and doing like all the banking and all the bills and yes. he was like becoming a super stickler and it was like oh my god he has way too much time on his hands because he was completely managing like every single little thing managing it was insane yes it like I couldn't believe it. And I even too um remember thinking, like, holy shit, this is this is the best he's ever recovered. Right. His speech was fine. Like totally fine. It was like walking around. Yeah. Um, it, it wasn't it was crazy. Yeah. It was it wonderful. Drove, it drove me nuts. I know it did. It because did. that was my that morning time. And that was another thing. Like after each of the surgeries, because yeah. of the steroids. Yeah. This is with your sleep. And so Tyler always is the one that sleeps in. Oh, yeah. I get up early. Yeah. Well, we always go through these periods where he's up at five mm-hmm. in the morning and I get up and there he is <laughs> on his computer, you know, and I just remember, you know, he'd say, how did you sleep? And I just think, what a fucking dumb question. I don't know. <laughs> I slept. You know, and so. I it, know. Again, who Tyler is. Yeah. Third surgery. Still. Um, right. Just. Really sweet guy. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. Very sweet guy. Yeah. But, you know, here he is again at home. Yeah. You know, all ha- and, the time. And keep in mind, our thought process mm-hmm. is that, okay, so what happened with him getting laid off? Yeah. Because he had to have surgery within a certain amount of time of being laid off, his mm-hmm. severance package got frozen. And then he went on disability through work. Mm-hmm. So he had, was it six months of disability? And then his severance would then kick in after that. Yeah, yeah. So it actually bought us an, yeah. an additional six months right. of income mm-hmm. and insurance, mm-hmm. which was great. But the whole time we're thinking like, okay, well now, you know, you'll be able to kind of start looking for work again. Yeah. You know, you'll get back to work. You'll, you know, we just, I don't know, things are going to go back to normal. Absolutely. We've been here down what, that. Yeah. Now we're heading back to. Yeah. Yep. Well, okay. And then some other Side notes with this. So, again, Tyler, poor guy. I really don't know what he did in a past life. <laughs> but he comes home from surgery. Yeah. And it's like three days after surgery, and he starts complaining of excruciating pain in his, like, abdomen. Yeah. And he's literally on the ground crying. Like, yeah. you know, and the kids are terrified. Right. Because dad's, in, and Tyler literally thought he was dying. He didn't know what was going on. Me, in the meantime, I'm supposed to go see Dan Savage in Madison because oh, it was right. my birthday. Yeah. And we had arranged with Aaron yeah. and his wife at the time to come yeah. stay with Tyler because he was doing so good. And yeah. I could go get a night out because mm-hmm. I'd been spending the last week in the hospital, yeah. you know. And and so, yeah, we end up at the ER and he has a kidney stone. Yeah. And... Uh, but, of course, you're sitting there waiting, mm-hmm. and the time is just ticking. Yeah. And, you know, the doctors are asking him about his medications and stuff. And I'm just sitting there like, yeah, he's on dexamethasone. He's on so many milligrams. And, like, they have to think I'm the biggest fucking bitch. Because then I'm calling. I don't even remember who I'm calling, but I'm like, yeah, I'm not even going to be able to go. No, no, he's got a kidney stone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, it does, like, on the outside, it sounds really bitchy but it's like i so get it yeah this has been your life for a very long time <laughs> i know you know and it's and, just like <sighs> and even tyler he's like you can just go i'll just have somebody come i'm like i'm not leaving you you have a scar <laughs> 
running down to your head yeah. because you just had brain surgery five days ago. You now have a kidney stone, and I'm going to go, deuces. I'm going right. to go see my podcast. Right. But I wanted to. And I, I'm crying. Like, it was terrible. It was. But for in your defense, he was so, after the surgery, he was so with it. Like, he's mm-hmm. his recovery from that was so well. Right. So it's not like he was, you know, having a hard time from that that surgery you were just fed up at this point because it was like are you fucking kidding me now you have that right yeah i mean so had he, what had he been in bad shape i wouldn't have even wanted to exactly go. but exactly we arranged this and i was just right. so happy to just go right. have a girls night and just yeah. kind of get a break from everything and as it turns out like i forget who came i was able to go i got there kind of late yep i was able to spend the night it turned out to be a very nice night and i i felt terrible yeah. for him but then even that, like, we were held hostage by the stupid kidney stone for two weeks yeah. because we're waiting for him to pass it. And I yeah. can't leave him because yeah. it's an, ex, you know, it's, ex, and even yeah. he said, he's like, that's the word, way yeah. worse than brain surgery, this <laughs> kidney stone. Yeah. So there was that. And um, so then, you know, he starts radiation and things just kind of started getting a little weird, you know, mm-hmm. like his, his speech was kind of, you know, he's saying the wrong words yeah. and... He's saying he's thinking he's having trouble uh, reading and, you know, but it's kind of this slow decline. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, the di- so now he's doing radiation five days a week, six, yeah. six weeks. Yeah. So we're driving an hour yeah. every day. Yeah. Because um, he obviously can't drive. Yep. So that was also very taxing. Yeah. Um, because you had no family at that city right. in the city that you were in. So it was a matter of, okay, could you do it? Then I would do it some days. It was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot of yeah. driving. Yeah. And um, they kind of just kept saying, like, well, it's probably just from the swelling from the yeah. radiation. It's it's agitating his brain, you know. Yeah. And, and we're still talking about, you know, when you find a job and this yeah. and that. Like, we're still really optimistic. And things just keep getting worse and worse and worse and i remember him and i going to dinner and things are very tense they're very stressful and uh somebody sent me a text message Mm -hmm. and i'm driving so i said can you read me what this message says and he starts reading it and he's reading it like a six-year-old and it really hit me yeah i'm like you you can't fucking read and that's when it really, I'm like, you're not going to be able to go back to work. Yeah. You can't go back to work like this. Like, what? what is going on? And it just... I have goosebumps. It, I mean, just to... That whole time period of, like, he was doing so good. Mm-hmm. Literally micromanaging how you were spending money and where bills were going and all of those things to him not reading. Mm-hmm insane yeah insane right yeah and at that point i'm just i'm like i i want to shake him like what's wrong with you like you're my hut like what are you what are you doing why can't you read what is going on so you know then they start getting him in speech therapy and oh i remember that that's not doing anything you know they i want to say at that time too he was using the program on his phone so he could have it read to him because now it is full on the dude can't read. Mm-hmm. He couldn't read for the kids to go to bed, mm-hmm. which is a, that was a huge ritual mm-hmm. for you guys was mm-hmm. 
at bedtime, all the kids would have a story read to them, then right. put to bed. Yeah. He couldn't do that anymore. No. No. Couldn't even read. No. I remember Hendrix coming home with homework. Mm-hmm. And Tyler couldn't help. Right. And this is, again, a dad who was so hands-on. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. he was a partner in oh, every yeah. sense of the oh, word. Oh, my gosh. You know? Right. And, right. Um, and, again, like, I'm talking to his doctors, and I'm like, what is going on yeah. here? And they keep saying, is this swelling? Give it another month. And then a month would go by. And, you know, it's it's still going on. And uh, so, and then he started losing weight. Oh, yeah. And he wasn't eating. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I remember him, like, literally telling me, like, I don't know if I ate today. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. And he would go, yeah, no, I can't. I can't remember if I ate. I think this is the first time I'm eating. And it would be, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, I suppose I should eat something. I'm like, yeah, Tyler, of course. Yeah. And he really genuinely couldn't remember if he ate something that morning. Yeah. He had like no appetite. None at all. And we'd go meet with the doctor and I would say, he's losing weight. Like nobody was addressing this. Yeah. And I'm like, what was his weight last time? You know, what was yeah. his weight the time before? Well, just have him drink some insure. You know. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, this, this something is not registering right mm-hmm. here. And that's when I was kind of like, you know what? We need to move back to Beloit. That's mm-hmm. when I kind of started pressing for this because things things were just weird. Like things, like I was worried about him with the kids by himself. Even driving. Right. <gasps> I cut off. Yeah. Remember I, when you guys were driving? Well, yes. And that, so um, I, it had gotten to the point where I'm like, I can't, you're not driving the kids anymore. I won't have you driving the kids because he had done, I know what you're talking about, but he was just doing some weird yeah. things. Yeah. And he was fine with that. Mm-hmm. Um. And, you know, but everybody and, and bless his parents, you know, Absolutely. their whole thing was, you know, he's going to get better. He's going to yeah. get a job, you know, because yeah. I'm going, I need to get back by family. Yeah. I need support here. I'm working. I'm commuting an hour away. Yeah. If something happens, we've got a couple good neighbors, but mm-hmm. no family close yeah. by, you know, yeah. if he's there by himself. Mm-hmm. And then there was like, um, he had fallen a couple times. Oh, yeah. When mom was there. Yeah. And I was in Madison working and and uh, kind of the pivotal moment was we were coming down to Beloit for a wedding. Mm-hmm. And at this point, his speech is so jumbled. And during this time, and this is kind of the stuff that I want to talk about. I'm losing my mind. Yeah. I'm losing my fucking yeah. mind because my partner, yeah. who our strongest mm-hmm. thing was our communication. Yeah. You know, he's my best friend. I know. Not just like, oh, yes, I'm married to my best. Like, literally my best friend. Yep. We love spending time together. Tyler mm-hmm. and I were very good about mm-hmm. taking little trips. Oh, my gosh, all the, the time. two of us. Dinners together. You yeah. guys would stay up late night at night having a glass of wine together. Yeah. And, oh, absolutely. Yeah. So to not be able to communicate with him. Yeah. And, you know, I would say something to him and you just wouldn't understand me. Yeah. And I remember uh, I'd gone, I'd left to the West. So now at this point, I'm like trying to get my hands on any books that will help me, you know. Mm-hmm. And this is where I'm kind of like, where is the support here? Like yeah. I could find books yeah. that were about like when life blows up kind right. of things. Like, but yeah. not specific to yeah. you're now in this caretaker yeah. role or the person you're married is no longer the person that yeah. you married. Right. And I'm just, I'm like, I'm 
I, I can't live like this. I cannot mm-hmm. continue to live like this. And actually at this point, I had gotten both him and I in therapy. Mm-hmm. And that's when I decided I'm going to go back to school. Yeah. I'm going to go back to school. Uh, so at this time, are you like, is it known like he's not working or is he, no. was he, everybody's st- still like, he's that's what get I remember. Better. Yeah. And like, I felt like I was it, in the twilight zone. Like it was odd. People. <laughs> he can't read. Yeah. He can barely talk. Right. Where is he going to work? Right. Give it time. Give it time. Right. Well, it's not. And this was the longest mm-hmm. we've had with his other surgeries. Yes, we had these moments, but it was like right after surgery. Mm-hmm. And then it got better. Not right after surgery. It was this really like, oh, my gosh, he's on his game. Right. And then all of a sudden just deteriorate. Right. Yeah. No, never, I, we never had that. I was going insane because I felt like. Yeah. Nobody else. Well, not nobody else, but, you know. No, absolutely. It was just like, how is nobody seeing how fucked <laughs> this yeah. is? Yeah. You know, and so I'm like, I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to go back to yeah. school. I'm going to get the teaching degree. I, yeah. I, I do have an art degree. I've, I'm a hairstylist. I own a hair salon, but I've mm-hmm. always thought about going back for um, art education. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this is what I'm going to do for me. Yeah. This is a good side distraction for me you know also because all all your energy is now on tyler right it is and then if it's not on tyler it's how am i going to take care of these three little ones that are in the home exactly there was nothing sarah that was for you right honest to god right (sighs) right and my focus and my anger was at him you know and it's like i gotta figure something else out so that was good it was stressful people thought i was nuts yeah but i thrive off of uh yes you do girl yeah that's what i do Mm -hmm. i just Mm -hmm. keep myself busy project 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 Mm -hmm. some people drink some people Mm -hmm. (laughs) me yeah i'll paint a house like (laughs) for real yes yep that's legit and um so i started school mm-hmm. and um quickly decided that i wanted to start doing graphic design instead i like fell in love with that and was really enjoying that but yeah i remember having a day where it was like i was i was losing my mind and it's things like um this was a, it's a time where i'm saying to tyler like where are the van keys mm-hmm. they're right there the van keys yeah yeah they're right there not the sunglasses. The, I'm looking for the van keys. Where are the van yeah. keys? You know, and then he's getting mad at me. Like, it's like two different conversations going on it's simultaneously. It's like different languages. Yes. Right. Right. And you're trying to figure out what the other person's saying. Yeah. And and so I remember I'd gone to the Y. I'd gone and done a yoga class. I'm trying to do self-care. I just start sobbing in the middle of the yoga class. Yeah. And I know at various points I'd called mm-hmm. each one of you. And I had said, I'm like, I'm giving this two years. I'm giving this until I graduate from college. If this isn't better, I'm leaving. I am yeah. preparing you all for this now because I, I cannot live like this. Yeah. And you all can think I'm the biggest bitch in the entire world. I can't do this. Yeah. And that's because everybody loves Tyler. Yeah. They love him. Yeah. And, you know, I kind of felt like I wanted to give everybody a heads up because mm-hmm. I can only do so much. Mm-hmm. I can only take mm-hmm. so much, mm-hmm. you know. And so it was just, it was mm-hmm. bad, very yeah. bad. Yeah. And um, he, now he was going to have another, like a follow-up MRI mm-hmm. after he had started 
radiation. Mm -hmm. I think radiation now had stopped. Mm -hmm. They have to give it a little time for the brain to settle down and they're going to do a MRI. And, um, again, we went in there and again, I'm like, I'm bringing up the weight loss. Oh, this was the thing I was going to say. We were headed to Beloit for a wedding Mm -hmm. and he really wanted to go to this wedding. To me, I don't want to go. I'm not looking forward to it at all because mm-hmm. he can't talk. Yeah. And he finally even said, he's like, my, I can't, I can't go. I can't talk today. Mm-hmm. And when he's saying that, he's not speaking how I'm speaking yeah. now. It's very jumbled, yeah. you know. And I said, I think that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were headed down to Beloit already. And so we needed gas. So I stopped to get gas. I'm driving because mm-hmm. I'm not really, I'm not letting him drive anymore. And I hand him the credit card to pump gas. And I'm sitting there and he comes up to the driver's side and he goes, I don't know what to do. Oh my God. I don't know what to do. So I'm like, okay, get in the car, you know, and I pumped the gas. I don't know if that had to do because now they only ask you 50 fucking questions when you get gas, you know, because he can't read, you know, but he he couldn't do it. And uh, so I pumped the gas and then we're driving down the interstate, you know, I'm going 70 miles an hour and he's in the passenger seat and he'd been eating a granola bar. And he had a bunch of crumbs in his hand and he opened the car door to let the crumbs out. And I, Hendrix is in the back seat going, dad, close the door, close the door. And I'm just like, what are you doing? You know, and he's just like, I don't know. Oh, my God. I, I remember you calling me that and telling me that I literally couldn't even handle it. Yeah. Here's this man who is so intelligent, so with it, opening the door on the highway. Mm-hmm. To, oh my gosh! Right with the kids in the car. With the kids in the car, yeah. And he said he's like that shows you how fucked up my brain is. Heartbreaking. No, it is heartbreaking. And it was at that point I said, "Do you finally get why I need to move back?" Yeah, we have to move back to Beloit. And if you get better and you get a job, right, that's amazing, right. But right now, we we need the support, absolutely. And we, need, we need the yeah, help, you know. And he finally said mm-hmm. yes. And actually, that weekend we had gone and with Carlin had looked at a couple houses and. But remember what that was like, though. Yeah, he couldn't talk. Sarah. Right. Yeah, like not one word. Right. Yes, that's true too. At like all. That's like, how bad not that was. One word yeah. it was just jump the thing is though his brain works yeah so like he understood what we were saying and i remember so we're looking at houses and your sister-in-law carla was taking us okay and um he's walking in these houses and he's just kind of nodding his head nodding his head of like agreement and stuff he could not say mm-hmm. anything right. it I can't even describe it. Um, and then if he did, he would open his mouth and he would just kind of like say a couple words, maybe. Mm-hmm. But even then they didn't make sense. And then he would just go. Bleh. Yeah. Yeah. He would literally just make that. Yeah. And then uh, I remember when it was all said and done and us girls, me, you and Carla were standing outside of the car and Tyler was in the car um, and Carla just started bawling. She's yeah. like, I had no idea. And it was like, yeah, he literally can't even communicate. Right. Can't communicate. Yeah. And and you know what was so fascinating through that, Sarah, is how close you and Tyler were, though? Because even then, Sarah, you knew. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. We would be in the basement 
And he would kind of do like these motions. And I'm trying so hard. It's basically like charades. Yeah. Okay. And I would say something and he would be there nodding or, you know, shaking his head. No. And you would like, is it the da 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 da? And he would be like, shaking his head. Yeah. <laughs> it, seriously, though. And that's how it is now, too, which is remarkable. Yeah. But that's how close you guys are yeah. that you understood, even right. through his nonverbal. Mm hmm. You knew what he was trying to get across. Right. That's crazy, too. It is pretty crazy. And again, you know, like, I think I was just so frustrated through this time because I'm mm -hmm. still I'm still telling the doctors. I'm like, this is not or something is not right. right. You know, and again, you know, like, oh, drinking sure. Oh, yeah. it's the swelling. Yeah. yeah. You know, <clears throat> and um, so are they giving him anything for the swelling at this time? I think he was still probably on steroids, the dexamethasone. But, but it wasn't doing shit, no. though, because he couldn't read or talk. Right. So he did have an MRI coming up, just kind of a routine follow up. Like, mm -hmm. let's see where we are after the radiation. And um, yeah, they they did that. And um, it was later that day that uh, Dr. Howard called me, who was the radiologist, mm -hmm. and said the tumor has come back and it's not good. Yeah. And... Uh, I think this is a good place to break now. As I'm tearing up. Yeah. No, oh, I agree. It is a good place. So we can take a breather. Yeah. Regroup. Nope. Yeah. And um, All carry right, on from there. So again, if you guys are, I don't know if enjoying the podcast <laughs> <laughs> right, or if you're finding it interesting, <laughs> if you're thinking other people yeah. should be listening to it, uh, yeah, please share it. Um, it's for people who need to know that they're not alone. Right. That's what this is about. And there's going to like, it's not going to be all sad and stuff. You know, it's hard when we're going back and reliving yeah. what that was like. But no, it again, it will get better. You guys, I <laughs> it will. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's good stories that come from this, too. And actually, I said you're thinking about, you know, my kids listening to this yeah in years to come oh my god you absolutely know? and this is a very it's cathartic for me and and hopefully it's resonating yeah with some of you people too so absolutely all right so girl. if you like it subscribe please share share, share, share. your friends <laughs> and uh yeah till next time all right bye <laughs> <laughs>I'd love to start a conversation with you. Please share your story with me via email, which is sarah at whenshitgetsreal.net. That's sarah, S-A-R-A-H, at whenshitgetsreal.net. Or visit my website, whenshitgetsreal.net.